Welcome to the Moon Room. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is Sunday, what's today? December, I think, 3rd? Yeah. And it's 10.54 a.m. <laughs> I tried to record this show yesterday. Actually, I recorded the whole thing yesterday. And I was editing it. I got like an hour into editing it. So mad. And the voice memos app fucked up again. Like, it, I would go to save it and then... It just makes it so you can't play it. And I went online and looked, and I'm not the only one. It's like ever since the iOS update, it's apparently not working on like a lot of people's phones. So voice memos, people, app people out there, if you can hear me, <laughs> fix your shit. Because I'm tired of this. This is like the third time I'm having to record the same show. It's, uh, anyway, I am excited to share this, y'all. <laughs> this is, this one is going to be again mad controversial. It's like spirit is like building onto the story. This one. <laughs> so again, disclaimer, let's give a little evil eye disclaimer in the beginning. You know, um, I'm going to be sharing things that are probably going to offend people religiously. Um, and so if you don't want to be offended, turn it off now um, to take care of yourself instead of listening to this because it will likely trigger some people. Um, just again on a spiritual like religious level so I left off talking about sin and how sin doesn't exist and talking about you know we've I've been talking a lot about Enlil and Anki the Abrahamic God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob versus you know Anki who has been dubbed as Satan I think this is funny what I'm going to share today because people have been calling me apparently spawn of satan or something like that and i think it's funny because i think that <laughs> i think i actually might be oh this is funny all right so what i'm supposed to do is do a character profile <laughs> serious says do it in a character profile all right so first i'm gonna start with the character that is what we call god so yahweh his character and then i'm gonna profile the other one so the first so here we go so god what do we know of the one that we call God. Okay, so we know he's a jealous God. I wrote it down. I, this, this, there's a lot of shit I gotta read off the page. Okay, so he's jealous. He's vengeful. He's invisible, meaning you've never seen him. And he has told you that you will never lay eyes on him. And you don't get to lay eyes on him. So he, he's just this invisible voice. Okay. He tells you to kill your own child. So... You know, he is called the Abrahamic God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But, like, didn't he tell Abraham to kill Isaac? So, like, God is grandpa. Abraham is a father. And Isaac is a, is a grandson or the son of the father. The grandpa one day goes to his son, the father, and says, hey, go kill my grandson. <laughs> and, 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 like, just go do it. And the father is supposed to listen to his own father, which is the grandfather. So he goes and actually preps to go kill his own son. What the fuck does that sound like? That is so, I mean, the abuse, the just sadistic abuse that exists. It sounds like the worst DV, like familial interfamily <laughs> DV for any grandfather to tell his son to go murder his own grandson. And then, and then doesn't, and then... Then it's like, oh, well, actually, I'm just fucking with you. I just wanted to see if he's going to do it. <laughs> I was just going to see if he's going to do it, you know, if, you, if you're that faithful to me. I'll go on, go ahead, go about your day now. It's fine. Not, not that I just put the fucking fear of God into you 
to to like make you face yourself as potentially being, you know, what is it? Not petricide. What's the one where you kill your infant side or whatever? You kill your own child. Go on about your day as if that never happened. Oh, and Isaac, the one who was almost murdered, grow up and just forget that that happened. Forget that like your own father listened to his God one day and his God told him to kill you like a lamb to slaughter. Like what? the most disgusting. And yet somehow this is God. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the character here we have. So he's, 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 he tells you to kill your own child. He's going to send what we believe is his child and let him be murdered. And still somehow, this is a loving God. All right, let's keep going down the list. The next thing, oh, he's violent. He is violent. I mean, those, those two examples alone show insane levels of violence. It's in the doctrine that he even gives his people, that it's okay to have war in his name. It's okay to what spare the rod and spoil the child, that bullshit. You know, just all these, all these examples that we have of God being like mad violent in the Bible. Okay, so he's also patriarchal. We know this because women are meant to suffer now under this God, you know, because women apparently, uh, we are the temptresses and we are the evil. So we make man fall and therefore we must be under him. We, we were also made from him. So we must be subservient. We are not equal. This equals patriarchy. The last thing Spirit wanted, he never shows up when you need him to. We have this <laughs> in the black church, this song, One Time God. It says, like, he's an on-time guy. Yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. No, he's fucking not. <laughs> His motherfucking never shows up. He's never. What friend do you know if they never showed up for you? Would you still be fucking friends with them? Like, what the fuck? And then if he does show up, it's like one time out of like 10. The other nine times you can't count on this motherfucker at all. He literally never shows up when you even call on him. Jesus called on him. Never shows up. All these different people in the Old Testament, even like Job, Job, all this destruction that happens to Job, you know, like the, the his whole family gets murdered at a wedding because of the ceiling falls down and all these things. Job loses everything. And somehow the God that Job serves is better than any other God. I'm going to take everything that you love from you, but still I'm better. I'm the best you should serve. Fuck that. Fuck that. Even children can understand how like backwards that is. You know, you don't have to be super highly intelligent to understand the backwardness of this fucked up God. I mean, so yeah. So again, character profile of him, jealous, vengeful, invisible, tells you to kill your own child, lets his child be crucified. Also, yeah, like if you're the child of God, how much, how come so many children of God suffer? Bro, like the children of God suffer so fucking much. Why? Like for what? What is, why even serve this God if he's just going to make you fucking suffer? That I don't understand it. So yeah lets his own child be crucified, he's violent, he's patriarchal, and he never shows up when you need him to. All right, now we're going to jump over to the one that we call Satan, <laughs> but also Lucifer. What do we know about Lucifer? Lucifer was originally called an angel of light. Was he not? Was he also not called beautiful? Shining light, beautiful angel that he was. And apparently he started out very close, even in the stories, very close to the equal of God. Like he was apparently up there with God. Doesn't that kind of sound like two brothers? Like if they start out equal and one just demonizes the other. Anyway, so here's the character profile 
of the one we call Lucifer. He's beautiful, very attractive, very beautiful to the eyes. He's knowledgeable, like he knows a lot of things. He shows himself. What do we say about every person in the Bible that ever like got tempted by Satan? They like laid eyes on him. Like Satan, the devil appears in front of them and tries to tempt them, yes, but like he actually shows himself. There's not a human in the history of humans that have laid eyes on the Yahweh, but they all somehow are seeing Satan. Okay. When he shows up and he shows himself, he tries to convince you to do things that will make you feel good. He also keeps showing up to quote God's children. That's a big one. He keeps showing up to God's children and he's very sensual. He's sensual, which is why we demonize him and anything that follows that path of sensuality. It's, it's got to be demonic if it feels good, right? He specifically keeps showing up to people that are considered God's children. All right. He's beautiful. And he showed up to Eve and the mother Mary. Okay. So let me explain that. So Eve, he shows up. How do we know it was him? Because, well, he didn't show up in the form of a snake. Enlil told his people that a snake tempted Eve. But like, say you have a friend and your friend starts to go behind your back and talk shit about you to other people. What do you call that friend? A snake, right? Like, that's what we call people snakes. So, like, perhaps Anki was just a snake in going behind Enlil's back to go and make love to the Eve, to make her feel pleasure. Because Enlil does not want any of the females, any of these beings, to feel pleasure that will, like, take them away from focusing on him. So my brother, the snake, goes behind my back and tempts this Eve into making love. The doctrine never says that, like, he was violent to her. It, he's always described as tempted or being gentle in some way to the people he appears to. He's never fucking violent to them. So the next person that I, can, that I know at this point that he showed up to was Mary. So here's Mary, young Mary. Here she is. She's royalty, lost royalty though. Her people are oppressed by this massive empire and she's this long lost line of royalty. And here she is getting married off to the carpenter. Knowing good and damn well, I'm royalty. I have royal blood in my veins. Like she knows this. And she's about to be stuck with a carpenter of all the people, right? So here she is and someone randomly appears in her room one day. This someone is apparently beautiful. How do we know this? Because a quote, angel appeared to her. And what did he do? He wrapped his wings around me <laughs> and I became pregnant. Child, this man appeared in her room. If she had been violated by him, this story would have gone a whole ass different. She would have run and tell the townsfolk, some demon just came and violated, took advantage of me. Mm-mm, nah, this being showed up smooth as can be shining in light and gracefully made love to this woman and i don't know if she she was a virgin afterwards so what do we know about light beings they can just you know wave their hand in front of you her hymen regrows back so maybe he reverted <laughs> but but he he appeared in her room and made love to her that is how we got jesus how do i know that because the description of jesus is very much like the description of cain jesus kept being described as looking different than everybody else around him. Jesus kept getting described 
as having features of a black man. Curly um, hair of sheep's wool, lamb's wool, darker skin. Like, he looked like the one who fathered him, which was not Joseph. Much like the one that fathered Cain was not Adam. It was the same one that keeps jumping in his own line to upshift it. Enki, Samuel, Satan, <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> so like if you're a parent and your child, your children need help, you, you show up for them, right? Who's the one out of all of the stories in the Bible that keeps actually showing up? It's not God. Like God doesn't actually show up to his people. It's always Lucifer that keeps showing up. When I say showing up, literally appearing in the room, not talking to you from some invisible microphone somewhere, keep some space between you. But here's this other being that keeps showing up in person. And what does he do? He doesn't hurt you. He doesn't actually destroy you in any way. He just tries to give you information. He tries to give you knowledge. He tries to help you become as knowledgeable as him. Whereas the other one is trying to keep you from knowledge and keeps trying to convince you that if you were to even listen to what this other being says, you're going to be convinced against me. You're going to be tempted away from what is good. Well, that's bullshit. Because if you are convicted in what you know, right? Like if you're following a thing. Okay, so you put your makeup on the same way every single day. Some person comes along and says, well, I don't like that foundation. Maybe you should try a different foundation. This foundation is going to do this better, and it's going to do this better and this better. And you sit there and you listen to the person, but you like really stuck on your own foundation that you love using, right? Or whatever makeup you use. If your what you're using works for you, then anything another person, any foundation other person going to stick in your face, that's not going to convince you to go to what they're doing if what you're doing is already working. Now, if your foundation that you're using and the makeup you're using is not working for you, if it's always caked up, if it's always flaking off into your eyes or whatever, if it's if it never stays on all day, whatever the fuck it does, if it's if you're already having trouble with the foundation and the makeup you have, now another person coming and showing you something that might work for you better and they let you put it on. And if it works better, then you switch to it how the then that means that what she was originally using wasn't for you it just it either outdated or it got worn or it just was never the right makeup set for you right but like the new person with the new foundation can't force you to go against something that you already in your heart had been losing faith in so like that's literally how we can look at god (laughs) or this this god is like the only reason a person would be, quote, tempted away or switch is if the shit that they were in wasn't actually making them feel good, wasn't working for them. But if you don't want people to even consider something different, then you brainwash them and you convince them that even listening to or hearing the oppose, anything opposing what you're already in is going to be wrong, evil. So just don't even listen to it. I mean, that's, that is actually like how a lot of stuff when I grew up, you know, a lot of very conservative Christian, especially like evangelical Christian, it's very, they're very big on don't even like ever visit a, a psychic, a tarot reader, any type of mediums, any type of hypnosis, don't play the lottery, don't do all these things, right? Because they're going to tempt you away from God. It's going to turn you away from Christ. But like, that's just not true. All that is, is just, it's just saying, deny, deny, deny myself of all these things but still stick with something that's not making me feel good because the Christianity that I was in was not at all making me feel good. So like, 
you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just easier to switch to something different if what you're in is already not working. If this shit was actually the best thing for men and women of this planet, then none of us would even consider anything different. That's the big point. So Lucifer keeps showing up to God's children. When we have a person who's a healthy parent, you know, who someone who loves his children or someone who just like loves the people that he's overseeing, he's going to keep showing up. So like Lucifer literally shows up to Eve, shows up to Mary, but he also shows up to Jesus. He shows up to these people in the same line to try and like, help them to try to give them knowledge and information. So the big thing that I was supposed to share about <laughs> about how I know that this is what it is, is that I forgot to share with y'all that I actually recognized the person in my dream. So that dream I explained where somebody showed up and he, it was a black man and he was in red and he said his name was Zafriel something but I could call him Sam for short, and it turns out he's like Archangel Samuel, and it turns out he's real, and it's Satan, and all this stuff, right? All right, well, I forgot to share that I recognized him. So when I was in a dream, Spirit gave me three different movies or whatever, or shows of reference to make sure I remembered this dream and I never forgot it. The one that I explained is the captain, who the pirate captain, he was from Pirates of the Caribbean, so there's one movie. When he tells me his name is Sam, and I remembered it as Samuel Tarly, Game of Thrones, there's another one. But I forgot that the guy himself, he's a character from Britannia. Y'all, all right, so everybody who, if you've seen Britannia, great, and you'll know this reference. If you haven't, go look up Britannia, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. So in Britannia, in the first season, I fucking love Britannia, by the way. That's my shit. The first two seasons, I'm, I'm like really good on with Britannia. So the first season, it, there's, um, there's a Roman soldier. Well, there, the, there's the Roman soldiers, right? And then there's the general, who's like the protagonist or antagonist. He's the evil one. And he, uh, what he, one of the, these scenes is he gets one of his soldiers, and it's this black soldier. He is gorgeous. Like this... <sighs> <laughs> yummy, yummy man that this man is, right? He's got these beautiful eyes. He's got this curly little fro. And he, I think they either paint symbols on him or they carve symbols on him. But they essentially turn him into a channel. And they they dig a hole in the ground. They put him in the ground. And he becomes a channel for this, gen, this evil general's ancestors to talk through. That's the actor. That's the guy that showed up in my dream talking to me and saying his name was Sam. Obviously, his name is not Sam in the show. But, like, that's the person who showed up in my dream, right? And it makes sense, too, why he was dressed in Roman red because in the show he's Roman. But, like, red is also, like, a very important color when it comes to this story as well and the Hathers and all that. So it all makes sense. But essentially, in my dream, it's him. And I, and now I understand that like the original Samuel would have been a black man, right? Or looked like a black man. All right, ladies, 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 ladies. Say, now that you know who I'm talking about, because you've already now by this point gone and looked at Britannia and you know which actor I'm talking about. Let us all just say that this, this yumminess is <laughs> appears in your room one day. Say you're Eve and you're stuck with this Adam. You're a virgin. You have no concept of like, the beautiful passions of like sensuality and sex, right? And then say you're also married and you're about to have to like be married off to the carpenter that apparently is obviously is not as attractive as whatever the fuck showed up in the room. So like in your first time is going to have to be with, with this carpenter. Say this man, this yumminess shows up in your room. 
for all the women out there who fucking watched Twilight, us troubled women who enjoyed <laughs> the concept of Edward just showing up in Bella's room, <laughs> troubled women that we are. Or even like that show, The People of Earth, when the uh, Pleiadian keeps showing up in the bedroom of the different girl, the different women, they're all in the same like Aliens Anonymous group and they're jealous. Like, oh, he's showing, like the Legolas guy showing up in her room. No, he likes me better. He- okay, so imagine the beautiful Britannia Roman soldier appearing in the room of Mary and appearing outside to Eve. And he comes to you and he's like, I'm gonna just make some good love to you right now. <laughs> Would you not? I mean, come on. Sometimes sometimes blessings just fall from the sky. <laughs> I'm not mad at Mary at this point because, hey, look, she got to have an angel, a beautiful angel of the Lord be her first time. <laughs> she got to have this nice little secret. <laughs> None of the other Jewish girls got to have this man. <laughs> All right. So essentially, that's what happened. Like he appears, he's this gorgeous being and he appears in the rooms of these people. And he's tempting them, right? But for a reason, not for no reason. It's, it's to help them go towards what is for them. You know, our eyes are made to go towards what we're attracted to. That's the point of attraction. If your eyes find it beautiful and attractive, then that means it's for, it's for you. Except, except now, except in the case of if your eyes are finding people under the age of 18, beautiful, and you're over the age of 18, then go fuck yourself and go take yourself to therapy because that's not, don't go towards that <laughs> But in any other case, you know, like if someone is, is beautiful to you, you're supposed to go towards it, right? So like God, the God of the Yahweh, there's, he hasn't shown himself to anyone. He's also telling you to, to stay away from the things that you're attracted to versus this Lucifer that keeps actually showing up. He shows up as a beautiful being. You're attracted to him. And then he's also encouraging you to do things that you're attracted to that are going to make you feel good, that are good for you, right? Because sensuality, sex, all of imbibing is good. It's actually good. Now, when you overdo things, that's you got to find balance, right? There's no wrong in like indulgence, but there, but we do need balance. So that's just all a personal journey. Everyone has their own personal journey of, you know, self-equilibrium. But in general... These two characters that I'm describing, they seem like night and day, literal night and day. So who actually, which angel father Jesus, y'all? Not that it's actually Satan. (laughs) Not that it's actually the devil. So like that makes sense though, right? Because here's Jesus in his life, right? More than once he got tempted by like the devil. What if we flipped it around? What if... What if Lucifer, Enki, Ea was actually a loving father who like understood and he's humble. So he understands he can't force his children to come back to him. He can't force his children to wake up. He also isn't going to try to overturn by force this God, this Yahweh, because he's a humble leader, but he's also knowledgeable. So he knows that to try and do things by force, that's not the way to go. That's not how you get things that um to come to you through love so he just patiently keeps showing up to people in the same line that this god keeps telling these are my children this these are my children yet the way he's treating them are as if he's they're not his children what if they're actually lucifer's children what if the line of cain and all that what if what if it's actually lucifer's children and he's the one that's just trying to help them 
over and over again. Because we know for sure that Yahweh's son, that Enlil's real son named Sin, that he demonized Sin. So like he doesn't even love his own son, the actual one that is his. Jesus claiming to himself believes that he's the son of God, but what if he's actually the son of a different God than he thought? Because his, the one that he keeps thinking he's the son of, that God's not treating him like he's a child of his. He's, you know what I'm saying? But who is treating him like he's his child? Lucifer. Who keeps showing up to these people to try to awaken them, to help them? Lucifer. But also who's described by every account to be an actual angel of light? Lucifer, right? Like, and what do we know about angels of light? They are information portals. They, they, light is information. That is all light is. So he's an, he's an information being. He's here to literally try and give you all the information that will help you. My role has been information and information alone. This is the age of Aquarius, the age of knowledge. So we're in the information age. This would be the time that makes sense that like a Lucifer would reign, right? But like if, our, if you already knew that the ages were going to change, remember I told y'all we're in a big codex essentially. So you put into all of the quote prophecy, the writings or whatever to keep the certain people asleep, to keep, try to keep everybody asleep. You put in there, somebody's going to come and try to dismantle the whole shit. And then it's going to be like essentially Armageddon, like the world is going to end. Well, yeah, the world that this fucker knew, the world that this person tried to create of, of violence and vengeance and jealousy and destruction and war and oppression and slavery, that's the world that gets to end now. That's Enlil's world that gets to end. And now might be the time for Lucifer to reign. Granted, I know we're all triggered every time I say Lucifer. Like, even me, it's, it's coming out of my mouth and my ears are kind of like, my muscles are just like, do a little jump, like, oh, you know, like... I trust spirit so much, but I also know at this point, like I know in my bones that this whole shit has just been backwards, upside down and backwards. Like I wrote it down. I'm looking at the words on the page. If you write it down, how I wrote it, like a character profile, you'll very easily see that like there is no reason to continue to think that God is this first character when it's really just an alien person that's just trying to keep people enslaved. So if we were to all switch to like Lucifer being something that we more look at as an, an, a better example, God, that sounds so like how the, I swear to God, like my, the 10 year old me, she would like, she would literally be crying and hiding in a closet right now to hear me say <laughs> what I'm saying. Like the little Christian girl, oh my God, you're going to go to hell. There's oh, fire and brimstone, everything. Somebody's just going to come and destroy you for even thinking what you're thinking around it, let alone saying what you're saying. But no, that's, that's literally, you know, I think that's what it takes to like, to ascend. We, I kind of already showed how Jesus, he was too afraid to do what I'm doing. That's how he failed. Because he kept trusting in a God that was still never going to show up for him. This motherfucker never showed up. I'm still mad at that. Like, I am so offended <laughs> that any being would knowingly allow Jesus to go through what he went through when he could have stopped it. Knowing that Jesus is putting his faith in you to stop it. Now, Lucifer, on the other hand, his hands are tied. He can't do anything. All he can do is appear, maybe later, and raise him back from the motherfucking dead. Like, we always keep saying, angel of the Lord, angel of the Lord showed up for all these people. What if it is just the same angel? What if it is literally just Lucifer? 
or something that was working with Lucifer, a light being. Lucifer got called angel of light. We never even heard God be called angel of light. He's just been always God. Well, what was what existed before then? Because he had a father, it turns out. We know his father's name was Anu. So like Enlil was just the same thing that Enki was, Lucifer, or maybe not. Maybe he was the darker one. Maybe we got the characters switched off in the beginning. Maybe it it is that the light, holy shit, maybe it is the whole time this, this war against light and dark that like the humans have genuinely been asleep this entire time to what is really light and dark. We have been on the side of darkness so long that we can't even see that it is darkness that we're in. So then when light comes, we, sh- we are afraid of it because we've been in the dark for so long. And that darkness convinces us that anything different from darkness is wrong for us. We are already in hell. <laughs> We've already been in hell, yet we're afraid that anything we do differently is going to throw us into something even darker than what we're... What could fucking possibly be darker than what is happening in the world right now? You know? So... Lucifer was an angel of light. Perhaps he was actually the God that we think God is. I just keep adding names to the same being. I already said this with Sam. I mean, it is the same. Also, too, Sam is three letters. God is three letters. Like, this is just a way to help people see what love really looks like. You know, the one that keeps showing up is the one that loves you. They never show up. How can they fucking love you? God never shows up. Ever. But to just chastise people to chastise you, to punish you. But when is he showing up to actually save the ones that he keeps claiming are his? All these people in the Bible martyred and just just, their lives destroyed. I would not want to be fucking anybody in the Bible under this God. Mm -mm. Give me the Celts. Take me to any other, anybody else's religion and their pantheon, but this one, because it's just so fucked up (laughs) to the point where I had to be sent to like convince people to essentially worship the devil. That's insane. Like even me saying it out loud, I know how crazy it sounds, but we all know that it's not actually the devil. It's just, that's how inside out the shit has gotten. There's no neutral ground. It's like you either worship this like insanely toxic God or you go towards something that's different, but you will, you will somehow burn in hell. Like the hell you're already in isn't hot enough. <laughs> Like there's going to be a worser blue flame hell flame. That's hotter than red is blue, right? So this is a blue flamed hell is what you're going to go to essentially if you go towards the light. So yeah, I'll just leave that for people to make their own decisions. All I know though, is that Mary bless her. She, she really got to come up. Like, I mean, I know she had to probably, she was ostracized afterwards, you know, with being the virgin birth and people probably not believe in her and stuff like that. But I mean, just think women, your first time getting to be, (laughs) with an angel of the lord (laughs) she was on her deathbed just thinking back like all the times that she had to go be with joseph after that it just made it worth it i just think about just think about the one that showed up in the room every time (laughs) and it'll be worth it to have to be with the carpenter (laughs) for the rest of my life oh god all right i hope this was helpful i think that's all i got yeah so i guess oh technically i am the spawn of satan which would mean that that black people are also the spawn of Satan, Rosemary's baby. <laughs> I hope we can all laugh at this, obviously. And I know I'm offending people, but nah. All right. I love y'all so much. Um, I hope this was helpful. See you next time.